0: You tuned into
1: Full Service Radio. Full Service Radio. Full Service. Full Service, Full Service, Full Service Radio. Welcome to Beer Me on Full Service Radio, broadcasting live from the Line Hotel in Adams, Morgan, Washington, D.C. I am your host, Sarah Jane. During my time in culinary school, I gained an appreciation for good beer, and I continued my studies in beer at grad school at NYU. Since then, I have been a beer director, beer bar general manager, and I get to continue to explore the beer world with all of you wonderful listeners. Every week, I will have a guest on the show to discuss different parts of the beer world, from brewers, importers, educators. This will allow us to examine the dynamic world of beer through different lenses. Whether you're new to beer or seasoned professional, we will have something for you. So welcome back to Beer Me. We took a little break last week for the uh, snow incident that happened in Washington, D.C. Um, and by snow incident, I mean a whopping four inches. Uh, <laughs> So, um, with the partial government shutdown, this includes the Alcohol and Tobacco Tax and Trade Bureau, the TTB. And with the TTB, uh, brewers uh, need to make payments, submit uh, new labels and formulas for approval, file other operational costs, pay taxes, and with the TTB not being able to respond, uh, there are a lot of new beers that are waiting approval uh, so that brewers can sell these beers and they're just sitting there. Uh, so calling in on the show, I have Cody Wilson. He's the brand ambassador from Prairie Artisan Ales and Wade Pierce, who's the social media director from Prairie Artisan Ales. And for those of you who don't know, uh, Prairie is out of Oklahoma. I believe you guys have two locations uh, in Tulsa and Oklahoma City.
2: Uh, We actually have three locations. Uh, So our main production is in Krebs, Oklahoma.
1: Mm -hmm. Uh, We
2: have a brew pub in Tulsa, and then we have a tap room in Oklahoma City.
1: Congratulations. (laughs) Um, So when you all opened in 2012, uh, the thing that I love about Prairie is that um, you all have a really amazing selection of beer as far as just a really diverse... um, Kind of collection of styles that you all do, um, and really, really cool can art. Uh, well, thank you. <laughs> so, the reason why I'm having you two uh, specifically call in is one, an excuse to talk to you all because I love Prairie, but two, um, very recently, on the sixth of January, uh, Prairie tweeted, "Hey, at real Donald Trump, we are an American-owned company." And we want to distribute a new beer, but the shutdown includes the alcohol and tobacco tax and trade bureau. So we currently can't move forward. Please help the people want the beer hashtag beer 2020. Uh, and you all got a, uh, an incredible, um, response from a lot of different people, just as diverse as your beer selection.
0: <laughs> yeah. And the, what's, the the hashtag hasn't caught on. I haven't gotten any momentum behind beer 2020 um, as a serious candidate, but yeah, it was, it was quite the, uh, quite the response to that tweet.
1: So what is the current situation, you know, kind of walk people through, um, what's going on? What's that really look like to just have beer sitting, waiting for approval?
0: Well, a lot of times the, the beer, uh, Well, for us, these labels get a you know, if you're going to release a new beer, then you have to have the label approved. They want to make sure that you have, um, you know, the alcohol content and the ingredients listed on there. Um, If you've got a beer with nuts in it, for example, they want to make sure that you have nuts in on there so that someone that's allergic can be. It's all just some government oversight that is. It's pretty basic, and it usually takes a couple of weeks um, to get that approval through. Um, And the shutdown came right at a time when we. Specifically, had a new um, stout coming out—a brownie, a brownie beer um, called Oh Fudge—and <laughs> so we had the beer. We'd already made the beer. Sort of how it works is we—I mean, the, the beer's in process, and the the label at a lot of times is just a formality. Mm-hmm. Um, and in this particular case, uh, we can't get over that last little hump. But the beer—you know—the beer's already made and sitting in tanks, ready to be ready to be packaged.
1: I gotcha. So, and while this is sitting, you know, it. For some beers, it would it would affect um, you know the quality or the taste of the beer, but also this is taking up space, which is money for breweries.
2: Yeah, agreed, and that's how I think you know a lot of the response was, was like people looking up on Beer Advocate or any of those other websites that says how many beers we actually have. And one of the my favorite things was you have 270 beers listed on Beer Advocate. Why don't you just make something else? And uh, I think what a lot of people don't understand was, yeah, these beers, like Wade said, was already in the process of being made, uh, planned out, uh, and then, yeah, unfortunately, the shutdowns just kind of stopped it right there.
0: Yeah, you can't move another beer forward. The the tank is full with with this beer. You don't have, you know, it's not, it's just like, oh, let's just pour this out and put something else in there to to, to package.
1: Yeah, it's a a very expensive choice there. Um, And, a lot of people don't realize that it's not just labels, but it's also the keg collars. And this is the kind of paper part that you typically find on the top of the keg, um, explaining, you know, all the information that you would typically find on the uh, bottle, you know, or some of it is condensed. But, um, you know, you can't even ship it uh, or sell it and draft. I think the only way you could sell it would be in your tap room, correct?
0: Yeah, within the state. I think, I think there's mm-hmm. something in there about um, you can't sell it over state lines. So I think we could technically bottle it and just distribute it in Oklahoma.
1: Yeah. But I'm sure the amount that you've made and the plans that you've made for the beer and, you know, how that factors into your financial planning for the year, um, that won't work.
2: Correct. And with the, our main facility being in Krebs, Oklahoma, uh, currently moving over to McAllister, um, so we're expanding from a 5,000-square-foot brewery to a 52,000-square-foot brewery. Um, so we have quite a bit of things that had quite a bit of beer in it for the O'Fudge. Um, and yeah, our home state just couldn't take what um, where we see distribution.
1: Yeah, you guys uh, distribute to over, what, 25 states and all around the world, correct?
2: Yeah, we've actually hit 40 states. Um,
1: mm-hmm.
2: And someone actually counted the countries that we've seen in, but... Um, we, don't really have a way to track every country that it goes to, but we've counted uh, 40 countries as well.
1: And you're, so you're brewing accordingly. Um, there have been uh, a lot of issues with that with the local breweries here in DC. In fact, uh, Atlas Brewworks uh here in DC last week sued the federal government, uh, basically arguing that the failure to approve labels on kegs, as I mentioned, the keg collar, of craft beer equates to an attack on its uh, right to free speech.
2: Wow. I was unaware of that. And how is that uh, reaction from DC going?
1: Um, I mean, it's still pretty fresh. I mean, basically, it's just the information is out there. I don't know how they're faring. And as somebody who has no uh, law background in any way, shape or form, I'm not sure, you know, how that will pan out listeners who have any law background I would be very happy to you know hear your thoughts on that or your feedback Um, but it's yeah they they definitely you know took the next step there so um, and for those of you just tuning in I'm I've prairie artist nails calling in this is Cody Wilson the brand ambassador and Wade Pierce the social media director so let's get back to the tweet so you tweeted out hey the real Donald Trump. Uh, You know, we have all these beers waiting. We can't move forward because of the TTB. And like I said, you got this huge response um, from all these people. And I got to say, Wade, are you the one who is uh, responding to all of these tweets? Are you the only one? Are you the only one doing that? Yep, just me. So you handled every single response with such grace. I mean even the ones that were absolutely ridiculous, you just, you you gave them their, yes, we hear you, but we're moving on. It was this very kind of graceful ballet through this deluge of ridiculous, I mean, just as ridiculous as Twitter can be, as you all could imagine. So well done, sir.
0: <laughs> Thank you. It, it did not take, I mean, it, it definitely takes some deep breaths at times to, <laughs> to look at some of these people. A lot of times, though, you know, you go and you look at someone and they'll you'll go to their profile and they'll have 700 tweets, two followers, and, you know, they're following six people. And it's so it's, I don't know, if, I don't, I'm not well versed enough to know if these are bots or, you know, whatever these, but it's just, they're, they're accounts that aren't really, you know, they exist so that these people can comment on things that they don't really want to have their real name associated with. So. It's there's not really any winning against that kind of person. So basically, what I'm jumping in there on those tweets, it's if, if it's someone like that that I don't really want to have a conversation with, and they're and they're kind of being irrational, then it's my my goal as a social media guy is to end that in that thread as quickly as I can. Yeah. Um, and sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't.
1: And are you? How did you get into? the role as social media director. Is this something, did you specifically like set out into the world to, you know, be in marketing or or PR and and focus your studies on that? You know, how, how did you come about this?
0: No, actually I was, um, I, I like talking to people. I, I like, and I like social media, but mm-hmm. I have a business background. Uh, I used to be a consultant and then I went back to school and got my MBA. And while I was working on my MBA, I was just bartending at, at Prairie for, fun. I thought it'd be fun. I like I the beer and um, I, I really enjoyed being around it. When I finished my MBA, um, I enjoyed the company so much and being around the people so much and the industry. I love you know, beer people and other breweries and um, I just like being around the atmosphere. So I I uh, sort of created the role for myself with Prairie and, and tried to um, you know, we didn't have one person. It was sort of by committee uh, that we were handling social media before um, and that is, that is tough. It's tough to do um, yeah. kind of to drive a big uh, strategy on social media. you has got a whole bunch of people working on it.
1: Yeah. There needs to be one very clear, consistent voice. Um, and so you handle all of their social media, then Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, whatever, yeah. whatever. Yep. Okay. Um, and so you also got a uh, response that I really like here. Uh, it is from at big McLarge huge. Uh, great handle there, nerd. Um, and the response was, there is more pressing issues than getting neckbeard alcoholics their pick me up, which I gotta say, as somebody who used to run a craft beer bar, the fuck there isn't those neckbeard alcoholics (laughs) are committed, and they need their beer stat, specifically limited special release. Um, and this actually prompted a new beer for you all, correct?
0: It prompted a new beer name for okay. us. It wasn't, <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't a beer that we made specifically for this guy. But um, yeah, some, there were a lot of responses. Uh, one of the responses, you know, one of the big complaints is that we were, we tweeted just at Donald Trump and not at Nancy Pelosi and not the other side of the aisle. Mm-hmm. And so someone called the Prairie Partisan Ales, which Aww. I thought was an amazing Comment. I love that one. But yeah, this one, this one was, this one was pretty funny. Um, and he ended it with an L M A O, which is laughing at my ass off to the layperson. Um, and so I, I, I also laughed my ass off. And um, we were kind of going through it at the brewery, and, and uh, actually made a list of all these responses to things that would make funny beer names. And that one, that one won.
1: So the so the beer name is called Neck Beard Alcoholic.
0: That's right. Yep. It's a, it's a stout with lager yeast. Um, it's, it's available in the tap room in Oakland city. What's the ABV? Uh, I think it's
1: around 13%. Okay. That's, that's, that's what I'm picturing then, which is great. Yeah. You don't want to make a neck beard, alcoholic, anything, you know, anything below 7%, right?
0: A big beard. <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back with Cody Wilson and Wade Pierce from Prairie Artisan Ales.
2: Just wanting you here next to me
0: It's been a long time
1: Welcome back to Beer Me, recorded live on full service radio at the Line Hotel in Adams Morgan, Washington, D.C. I'm your host, Sarah Jane, and I'm on the line uh, with Cody Wilson, brand ambassador, and Wade Pierce, social media director, both from Prairie Artisan Ales. Thank you, gentlemen, again for calling in this morning. Sure. Uh, So, (laughs) we were just talking about uh, kind of the tweets back and forth and and all of these things. Something that I really want to dive into and discuss is the fact that breweries now have to have people handling social media and PR. Um, This obviously didn't used to be a thing, and this is, you know, all businesses now have to have some kind of social media presence, and, you know... Uh Cody you've I'm assuming you know worked in beer for a while yes Yes And this is this is a shift on on how important this is and the person who is speaking for your brewery I mean this person needs to be eloquent they need to have excellent writing skills you know they need to have a clear idea of how These systems work, and how to best benefit the brewery. So you're very lucky that you have Wade. Um, But you know, kind of what what does that what does that shift look like in the in the requirements for these for the for breweries?
2: I mean, really, kind of everything you just summed up. Mm -hmm. um, I don't envy Wade. It is a hard job, and um, I'm am horrible at it. Um, I respond just kind of in a smart aleck way, um, short, and kind of to the point. And Wade gets a lot more creative with it, uh, and people quickly notice, I mean, um, you know, they'll respond, and then uh, you can make something else. You know, like, well, don't expect Prairie to respond anytime soon. And that was for the longest time. Uh, kind of our approach was just, I mean, because people can really, the comfort level on social media is almost ridiculous. Uh, yeah. The fact that they can say anything they want and just kind of get away with it, because um, no one just walks into a storefront and just shouts something. Uh, and what kind of walks out without, you know, without waiting for a response. But that's kind of how social media is. And, uh, I think, you know, quickly when Wade got the job, he kind of texted me one time. He was like, you just opened the gate.
1: Like, <laughs> what I what happened?
2: <laughs> I just responded to a guy and I, you know, and I shouldn't have. And then it created, you know, 13 more comments and then everyone else jumped in and, um, I mean, I just, sometimes I just need to stay off the internet for Prairie, uh, but I respond as me, you know, as Cody Wilson, not as Prairie Artisan Ails. and then Wade has to get on there as Prairie Artisan Ails and kind of just be like, yeah, so this is how this is going to go down.
0: <laughs> Easy, Cody. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and, but I mean, from a, a brewery's perspective, are there certain decisions made based on the fact that you have to account for social media? I mean, are there certain events that you, you know, have to alter because you're worried about the response or are there, you know, certain beers uh, or certain, you know, label um, names or is there any, are there any decisions that are affected by, okay, well, how will this react on social media or you, or do you just kind of go triumphantly forward and deal with whatever, you know, repercussions? Yeah, we
0: don't, the... The social media side doesn't really dictate the business moves yet. I can, I mean, it, it might, and it influences kind of future things based on feedback.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, it is a
0: great place. I mean, it's a great tool to to be able to amass a lot of opinions all at once. I mean, not necessarily on um, the tweet that we've been talking about this political one, but the uh, you know we'll we'll do a beer release and someone will be unhappy about a, you know a way that something went, and we can you know adjust and you know maybe we'll sell tickets to the next one instead of having everyone wait outside in in the rain um you know there's there's good suggestions that come out of it but i don't i don't think it i think it influences sort of future decisions more than um you know doing anything based on you know uh, the uh, the fear of a social media backlash or anything like that
1: okay i mean yeah you guys are great you know you're not naming your beers anything offensive or doing anything you know ridiculous like that and You all don't strike me as the attention getting, you know, let's just do this for the hype of it kind of people. So, you know, that's a good thing. I
0: just want to make
1: cool beer. (laughs) I just want to make cool beer. This is it. Um, And I feel, you know, I I talked to a couple brewers and, you know, that's the thing. They they just want to make cool beer. That's all. Um, And now because of the, you know, current situation, everybody has to have somebody handling their social media. Everybody has to, you know, kind of consider it and you know constantly update the public on what's going on and post pictures a certain amount of times and you know i think it's i think it's a stress that um you know on top of running a business is is just kind of one more thing piled on yeah and
0: i'm 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 thankful for it because i have a job because of it i think that um you know it it does take a lot of time and and a a lot of uh, organization to make sure I've posted on the different media. You know, I've got a post from. We've got three different Instagram accounts for the three, three different, the four different Instagram accounts. Sorry, for the four different. You know, for like an overall page, and then a production facility page, and then, you know, there's there's a lot there's a lot that people want that people want to see different parts of your business, and and that's kind of just the world we live in, where everyone gets to see behind the, the curtain a little bit, and everybody wants to be involved and and you know have their opinion heard, and so I like I said, I'm thankful for it because it it means I have a job, but it also but also, yeah, it's it's pretty much I I have not really had a day off. You know, you you got to post a picture on um, Christmas Day. You want to have one with the tree in the background. You got to have mm-hmm. a picture with your beer being consumed at Thanksgiving. Um, you know, with with a big turkey dinner in front of it. Um, so there's there's definitely <laughs> it's 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 pretty consuming. It, it's a lot of time um, because you do you got to be you want to be consistent. And you want to be um, you know kind of constantly there for the, for the customers to be able to see what you're working on.
1: Yeah. And I mean, as somebody who is not talented at all with social media, in fact, for this podcast, all I can muster is one Instagram account. And I can barely keep up with that because, you know, it's just so not in my skill set whatsoever. You know, even anytime I get a comment or anytime someone sends me a message, I want to respond promptly um you know and it's one of those things where kind of no matter what i'm doing i'll stop and and respond and you know for for you to say if you were here you could have seen my face you know five or four to five instagram accounts sounds like you know some level of hell to me so i'm so proud of you
0: that <laughs> <laughs> is, is one of the reasons hell. yeah <laughs>
1: um all right well um thank you all for, for calling in and taking some time to answer some questions and keep up the good work. And, you know, hopefully we can see some new beers released soon, but otherwise, I mean, if anybody, there is Prairie uh, Artisan Ales all over DC. It's, it's widely available um, for the most part. Um, And, you know, if you see, if you see it, scoop it up because it'll be good. I promise you. Um, Something that is kind of cool going on in D.C. right now um, is called Pay It For Load. Uh, So Al Goldberg, uh, he is the Mess Hall uh, founder. It's a food incubator. And Nevin Martell, he's a local food writer, uh, put together this website where you can go online. It's payitforload.com. And you can buy a beer for somebody who is experiencing... uh, not being able to go to work and not being paid uh, during the government shutdown. Uh, each beer is uh, seven fifty, and uh, then they can go to a participating brewery. The breweries that are participating right now are Atlas Brew Works, DC Brow, Three Stars, and Shop Made in DC. And with their ID, as well as being over twenty-one, uh, they can get a free beer. So definitely go on that website and buy beer for, for people who you know are out of work right now because it's the right thing to do. <laughs> Agreed. Um, Agreed. Um, All right. Well, gentlemen, thank you again. I greatly appreciate it. Um, And let us know if you're ever in the D.C. area.
2: Okay. Thank you so much. Thanks for having us.
1: All right. Well, this has been beer me on full service radio recorded live at the line hotel in Adams Morgan. I'm your host, Sarah Jane. You can find this podcast anywhere you normally get podcasts. Uh, check us out on Instagram at beer me radio and uh, feel free to email with any questions, comments, lawyers out there. I'd love to hear input um, at uh, beer me radio at gmail.com. Thank you all so much. See you next week. Cheers. Ah!